brothers and sisters and new listeners. I want to talk to you today about John 7, 5. And that scripture reads, For even his own brothers did not believe in him. And it follows an earlier podcast, which is entitled, Those of Him. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this time. I thank you for inspiring me to try to interpret these scriptures. And I thank you for the following that I have. And I pray that you would help me to deliver this podcast with clarity and boldness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We give you all the glory and the honor. John 7, 5 reads, For even his own brothers did not believe in him. During the Feast of Tabernacles, Jesus was urged by his brothers to go up to the feast and do some of his miracles. But he didn't want to do that because he didn't want the exposure. So he said, my time has not come. Because he knew there were people there, especially the Pharisees and the Essenes, I believe, who did not want him alive. They wanted to take him out. And the other thing that is surprising is that some of his family did not believe in him. There are several James in the Bible, but James of Zebedee was his brother. And so was Jude. Neither of them accepted his ministry during his lifetime. James was converted to believe in him after a resurrection experience. But it doesn't say exactly when Jude started to believe in him. Jude was upset about the fact that there had been some mockery of the angels and some interruptions in church or some disturbances But it never really says that he followed Christ during his lifetime. I know that the word once and for all was used. So, quote, once and for all, end quote. That means that there was some doubt as to whether or not Jesus was the true Messiah. I am saying all of this because... Even we as Christians, as pastors, as ministers, or leaders in the church, or evangelists, will have opposition not from those that we meet outside of the church, but from those who are closest to us. Those that we would expect to be our most avid followers are sometimes the greatest disappointment. 
So when Jesus asked the question, who is my mother, who are my brothers? He was acknowledging the fact that they did not believe in what he was doing. They even came to seize him when they showed up. They came, they called him a lunatic because they did not understand what he was doing. They did not understand that anyone would talk against the current beliefs of the day. Christianity had not taken hold. They did not believe that he was the true Messiah. They did not believe that he was the Son of God. As people don't believe you are a prophet in your hometown or your own family, some, not all, but some, and I can say that for my family, some believe me and some will not openly say so. And even in my churches, even though I was a staff minister in one church and an associate in the other, I had opposition from some people in the church. We cannot allow that to stop us, however. We have to keep on ministering as God has called us to do. So we keep on moving and we keep on pressing forward knowing that Christ is on our side. All that we've done in the past, anything that we've encountered in the past is forgiven. Because once we say, I believe, I know that Jesus is my personal Savior, nothing else matters. It all goes down under the blood. Amen. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for allowing me to speak on behalf of the kingdom of God. I pray that you would send me followers and listeners who would accept, who will accept the word for what it is. Who will accept that I am doing a study, a reflection from scriptures that I have read. So this podcast is a study and a reflection from scriptures that I read or I have read or even sermons that I have heard. And I take the scriptures from the sermons. I thank you, Lord, for your continued inspiration, your continued guidance, your continued covering covering over me. Satan, you are a liar. Satan, you are a liar. keeps interrupting me and my speech. I thank you, Lord, for inspiring me to go on with my study. I thank you, Lord, for inspiring me to continue this podcast for your glory and for your honor, for the uplifting of someone else's spirit as I work to increase the kingdom of God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
evening, good evening. I thank you for sharing this time with me. Heavenly Father, I thank you for anyone who listens to my podcast. And I hope that there is something that I might say to encourage those persons. I pray that what I say will uplift their spirits. And I pray that they will be able to spread the good news of the gospel based on what it is we're talking about and these broadcasts. I pray, oh God, that you would give me the spirit of boldness and clarity that I might be able to explain the truth of the scriptures without any doubt and without any fear. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. And the scripture that I'm talking about tonight is the one that involves Jesus walking on water. And it's found in Matthew read you that scripture from Matthew 26 and when the disciples saw him walking on the sea they were troubled saying it is a spirit and they cried out for fear but straightway Jesus spake unto them saying be of good cheer it is I be not afraid And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, Come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But I want to stop right there because most of the time we don't talk about the fact that Peter walked on water. We said Jesus walked on water. But Peter did as well. Peter was walking on the water until he was afraid of the wind. But it had the wind not been blowing so, well, they use the word boisterously, had the wind not been blowing so boisterously, Peter would have walked to Jesus. Is that the way we are? Are we afraid of the winds? that blow in our lives? Are we so afraid that we forget about the real power of Jesus? The winds will continue to blow and we will be on some stormy seas. But we have to believe that Jesus will keep his promise to protect us and to hold us in the palm of his hand that he will be our shelter and our guide and sometimes it is difficult to do when the winds and the waves of life are tossing us to and fro and we seem to get shaken by everything I know right now I'm going through something in my personal life with one of my family members and I'm praying very hard 
But there's always something coming up in our lives that we did not expect. And we have to continue to have faith in God. In my own life, not just my family member's life, there are times when I am troubled. And it's really something that we go through. But we have to put our faith in God and continue to believe that he will do just what he said. Despite the, the wind, despite the waves, despite the high tides, despite whatever comes along, whatever interruption there may be, it is all in his plan and he has already worked it out for us. So I just thank God for this scripture of not only Jesus walking on the water, but Peter walking on the water. And Peter represents us because we are sometimes doubtful and sometimes we lose faith. But we know if we keep our faith and trust in Jesus, that everything will come out all right. And so he says, oh, ye of little faith, why did you doubt me? But it's a natural thing that we do. We do have some doubt and we do have some fear. And sometimes we are overtaken by it. But I pray that we'll continue to grow stronger in our faith and stronger in our belief of his protection and his shield for us. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the inspiration of this scripture in Matthew. I thank you for the example that is set by you and by Peter. And we are all Peter's in one way or the other. We are all Thomas's in one way or the other. We all have a spirit of doubt and fear at some time or the other, and we know that it is natural. But I pray that we would continually increase our faith and continue to believe that you will end the storms and that the winds and the waves are not too hard for you to control. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.